Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? We not on the radio yet. We almost there. <laughs> How y'all doing this morning? How y'all doing? I see y'all logging in. Y'all got your coffee, your tea. Good morning. Ah, I received that, yeah. How y'all doing this morning? Yeah, he won't let me fall. I know that's my theme song. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Y'all see we got intros going on and stuff. My goodness. You got to get on Joyness so you can hear all of uh, the intros and different things that we have. If you're not on Joynet yet, uh, you need to get on. You can play it. Uh, it's so dope. Like I just had the intro come in for the show. Uh, my girl Jess did that intro for me. Good morning, like good morning and welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. If you are logged in via social media, we are YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Instagram Live. And I'm just so grateful for what God is doing through LMJ Ministries, through, I can't stop smiling this morning, through uh, LMJ Ministries and just seeing the power of God manifest 
uh, in our life. And he's just not withholding anything. It doesn't mean everything in my life is perfect right now, but I'm just watching God not withhold anything. And the more that I stay steadfast and I not bow down to the things of this world, the more I'm seeing God move, the more I'm hearing for God, and the less of Lakeisha um, is being manifested. So if I smile a lot this morning, it's just because God is so, like, God is so dope and God is so good and I'm so grateful. Hey, ladies and my Cali folks, uh, just a couple more days. Registration will be open for Pillow Talk. We'll be in Pillow Talk Los Angeles next week. I'm super excited about what God is doing. And God, there's a specific 10 that's going to be associated with this Pillow Talk. The Lord already showed me. So I'm excited about this group of 10 that's got to be there. And you know who you are. So you make sure you share the video with your friends and family. I mean, the flyer with your friends and family members who are in California so that they can get connected to what God is going to do in Pillow Talk. Um, man, y'all, we don't join that network. We don't join that radio. So if you don't have the join net, go to Google, go to iPhone, get the join net. Um, LMJ Coffee and Conversations is on join net and I'm just grateful, grateful to what God does and is doing. So um, I want to read something and then we're going to get into uh, what we've been doing this week. This week has been grooming. God is grooming us. God is preparing us. God is moving us into the more. And so I'm going to talk about that in a little bit, but I want to read something to you and over you. Um, I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. And the Lord was just telling me that several of you have been battling with your peace. And the enemy has been coming after your peace. And so I'm going to read Psalms 91 over you. I'm going to declare and pray peace over you. And I'm just asking um, the Holy Ghost to partner with us. And that whatever it is, whatever these tormenting spirits are, whatever these things that's been coming for your peace, whatever this assignment is against you, that we cancel it today in the name of Jesus. Because God is the God of peace and he has your problems. He has your situations. He has whatever it is going on with you. He has that. That's not for you to struggle with or for you to be overwhelmed with or for you to be consumed with. Uh, Matthew 6, this scripture is coming up while I'm talking to you and it says, um, and why do you worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make for their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And this is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. This is Matthew 6 and 25. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food in your body and more than your clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest. Or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And so this thing that has been consuming you has been trying to get you off um, track, off off your process. Um, I don't even know if the woman of God is on here. She works for the federal government and she blessed me this morning. She sent a seed to the ministry and she said, um, she said, I'm not going to stop sowing regardless of what this shutdown looks like. Man, that revved me up. Like it revved me up. 
Because I'm like, this is the attitude we're supposed to have. That God, I trust you more than anything. That's what the woman of God said. She said, I'm not going to stop sowing. The enemy's been trying to get me to stop sowing. And that's with your prayer, with your time, with your words, with your money. She said, I'm not going to stop sowing. Man, that's a woman of faith. She's not getting paid. She was like, I'm not going to stop sowing. I'm not, woman of God. I'm going to keep sowing. I got something for the devil. I'm about to put a seed on it. So I want to read Psalms 91. And I just, I'm believing God today that you trust in the Lord like never before. It says those, and I always insert my name when I read it this. So it's like Lakeisha, who lives in the shelter of the Most High, will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him, for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from every deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not... Do not be afraid of the terror at night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust my name. When they call on me, I will answer them. I will be with them, with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them salvation. Give them salvation. Give them salvation. Can I tell y'all something? I want to read something to y'all. Do y'all mind if we get a little bit off track, not script? I'm going to let the Holy Spirit lead this thing. I want you to be encouraged this morning. God is a God. God will go, Jehovah Gabor will go to war for you. I don't want you to be in peace. I'm not going to even pull up what I had to teach. I want to, I just want to encourage you this morning. I want you to become steadfast and immovable and trusting that the God is the God, that God is the God, that God is the most ultimate God, that he will not fail you, that he will not leave you, that he will not forsake you. I want you to be so overwhelmed in his presence today that the peace that passes all understanding provides and takes over this thing for you. Some of y'all have been so worried, overwhelmed, and consumed. I got to go back to Matthew. I love when the Holy Spirit just says, no, this is how we getting ready to do this right now. I was going to go into the normal devotional, and I just feel like we don't need to resume as normal today. I want to go back to Matthew 6 again right? I want to go back to this and this thing about worry. And he says, what he says before this, he was teaching them about money and possessions, telling them, don't store up your treasures here on earth where the moths eat them or rust destroys them and where thieves break and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy them and thieves do not break them and steal. Whether your treasure is there, the desires of your heart will be also. Your eye is a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is bad, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. This is the part I want to get to because it ties into the word. It says no one can serve 
Mm. No one can serve two masters, for you will either hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despite the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And I'm going to tell you this money morning. You cannot serve both worry. You cannot. So I taught something called worship over your worry. You cannot serve. You cannot serve. You cannot serve. I don't know who this is for, but I know that this is for somebody. You cannot serve both God and worry. You cannot serve both God and your things. You cannot serve both God and your marriage. You cannot serve and both God and your kids. You cannot serve both God and your job. You cannot serve God and whatever else that has taken precedent, that has taken root, that is at the seat of your God. That's why he's been dealing with our mindset. That's why he's been dealing with our low self-esteem issues. That's why he's been trying to get us to understand how the kingdom work. And then he tells them, he said, this is why I tell you not to worry because you can't serve both God and money. You, even when you worry over having not enough, come on, Holy Ghost, I'm about to throw my Bible in here. Even when you worry about not having enough, you're serving money. And my God, and you're not serving God. That's why he said, no, I'm telling you, stop worrying over everyday life. Stop worrying about it looks like it's not enough. Stop worrying about the federal government shutdown. Stop worrying about what Trump did. Stop worrying about what your wife said last night. Let her walk out the door because the Holy Ghost will arrest her and she'll have to come back. Stop worrying about what they said. Stop worrying about whether or not it looks right. Stop worrying about whether or not you got enough gas in your car. He's the God that shall supply every need. Yep, you may have woke up this morning. Yep, your bank account might be on negative. But I'm telling you, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. But you cannot serve God in worry. You cannot serve God because then your worry becomes your worship. Your worry becomes your worship. You're worshiping this thing, this lack, this not enough. Whatever it is you think you're missing from your life, your worry becomes whatever's not divinely aligned, whatever looks like it's not right. Your worry becomes your worship. That, that's what you're doing. You're worshiping your worry. You're worshiping the problem. You're worshiping, worshiping the situation. And God is saying here, tell, I'm telling you not to worry. I'm telling you not to worry. This is a divine word today. I'm telling you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food, enough drink, or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? See, that's a key in there. Aren't you far? You don't, if you don't understand your value, that's why we've been learning kingdom principles. If you don't understand your value, if you don't understand what you mean to God, if you you don't understand your purpose, if you don't understand that you weren't here on accident, if you don't understand that you weren't a mistake, if you don't understand that God 
formed you in your mother's womb and he knew you from the beginning and the foundation of this world. If you don't understand that, then you're going to worry about things that don't even need to be divinely connected to you. Every minute that you spend worrying, every minute that you spend consumed, every minute that you spend overwhelmed, you're missing the opportunity for God to get the glory out of your life. Your worry can't become, your worry can't become your worship. Your worry done took over. You don't let worry, you worshiping and worry, you worry God. And then you think you praying out, Lord, I'm praying out. No, you worrying. You're worried about something. You're consumed. You're worship and you become, he's showing us here, you will worship. Your work, you will worship. Your worship being worried. Your worship being consumed. Your worship being overwhelmed. You're worshiping those things. And God is like, no, I got you. Can all your worries, and that's the question for us all today, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Check your, can all your, everything you've been consumed about, everything that's been waking you up out of your sleep, your kids that have not returned home, your husband that ain't doing what, can all your worries at a single moment, you're wasting valuable time being consumed and worried about, and I'm going to tell you how strategic the enemy is. If he knows that he can get you worried, if he knows that you can become, be consumed, then you'll forget about the God who provides for you. And he says, and why worry about your clothing, what you wearing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't worry or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory has not, was not dressed as beautifully as they are. I, I'm telling you, see, I, I'm telling you, stop going to your closet thinking you don't have enough. Stop going to your closet thinking you don't have enough. Stop being consumed with what you see in somebody else. God got you in your due season. He's got to multiply and increase you. I was looking at my closet the other day. I was like, man, I need some new jeans. But in my budget, not God's budget, it just didn't fit in my budget. It just didn't fit in my budget right now. So I'm just not consumed. I put my, I got a little abundant supply journal. And I wrote it in my journal. Lord, this is what I need you to do for me. This is what I'm looking for. We ain't got time to be, and I I leave it there. You got to get to a point where you leave it at the feet of Christ, that you leave whatever it is you consumed about, but you cannot keep spending time worrying instead of worshiping. Your worry then became your worship. Your worry then became the thing that you worshiping, consumed by thoughts. And why worry about your clothing? They don't work, work, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildfires, flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow. He will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate. Come on now, be real. Dominate. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. Are you an unbeliever? Are you an unbeliever? Are you an unbeliever? That's what it says. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. If we believe Christ, if we trust God, then what are we worried about? What are we consumed about? What are we overwhelmed about? Why are we so double-minded? We know that the word says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Your ship, you're going to be tossed to and fro. That's why your mind seems consumed because you keep being tossed to and fro. And then we get slick with it. 
we'll, we'll quote a few scriptures. We'll throw out a few words. We didn't got this holy language down, but we still consume with it in our mind. We can't go on and enjoy our day. We ain't having no peace. We, we, we not steadfast. We not immovable. We're not. We're why? Because we're worshiping. I worry. It says, so don't worry about these things. What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of the unbeliever. So if you worry, you ain't believing. But your heavenly father already knows your needs. God knows everything you stand in need of. God knows. Yeah, Deshanna, we're going to pray in just a minute. God knows everything. Everything you stand in need of. That's what the word says. The word can't lie. And this written in the red letter. This is Jesus speaking. God knows everything your needs. Here's the part. So here's the part that I love. Mm. Seek ye first. Seek the kingdom first. Seek God first. Put God first. Put God first above all else and live righteously and he will give you absolutely everything you need. If worry is first, then you're missing the opportunity because without what? Faith. It's impossible to please God. If you seek the kingdom first, if you shift him first, if you put him first in your marriage, if you put him first before your kids, if you put him first before whatever it is going on around him, if you'll make the decision to put him first, if you'll make the decision to put him first, he's going to give you everything you need. So perhaps whatever it is that you've been needing hasn't manifested yet because God is not first. God is not first. God is not first. God is not first. So it says, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. I want to show you something. When he taught them how to pray. Lord, I thank you for this word today. I thank you for this word. He said, we're going to Matthew 6, and it says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those. Give us today our daily bread. Our daily bread. Lord, the Lord daily loads us with benefits. Focus on your daily Focus on your daily. Focus on your daily. And if you get in your up in your house and you got food, you got fridge, maybe you got just enough gas to get to work today. Focus on your daily. Don't let your mind go to tomorrow. What has today been taken care of? Do I have lights today? Do I have gas today? Do I have food today? Am I in my right mind today? Focus on your daily. This is your daily. Your daily. Don't even. Focus on your daily. When you've been practicing or when worry has become your worship, you got to focus on your daily. So that's why he says, so don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow has its own issues. Today, focus on your daily. Focus on your daily today. And seek me first. Put me in number one position. Put me in number one position in your career. Put me in number one in your position. If you will put him in number one in the, your position, I taught a few weeks ago on God is the center. If you will put me number one in your position, if you will seek me first, then I got you. I'm going to work all of this out. But if worry is in number one position, if doubt is in number one position, if fear is in number one position, if all of these things are first 
then you're missing the opportunity for God to come in without faith. <laughs> without faith, it's impossible to please him. I love him this morning. Lord, we thank you, Father God, for your holy habitation amongst your people, for visit visiting us this morning and giving us a right now relevant word. It says, it says Hebrews 1, it says, long ago, spoke, God spoke many times. And in many ways to our ancestors and through the prophets. And now in these final days, he has spoken to us through his son. God promised everything to the son as an inheritance. And through the son, he created the universe. The son radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God. And he sustains everything everything by the mighty power of his command. When he had cleansed us from our sins, he sat down in the place of honor at the right hand of the majestic God in heaven. This shows that the son is far greater than the angels, just as the name God gave him is greater than anything. So I'm just telling you, put the blood on it, <laughs> put the blood on it. Put the blood on it. Extend your faith this morning. Put your worry down and watch God do something. Chapter 11, 1. Faith is the confidence that what we hope for. This is the New Living Translation verse. This is why I like this Bible. Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us insurance about what we can't see. Through, through their faith, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. I want you to pause right there. Formed at God's command that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Just one word from the Father can change everything. So you stop letting the enemy make you think that God has forgotten about you is not thinking about you. God sees you. He knows you. It may seem like something is delayed, but it's going to manifest heaven. Why? Because God deemed it to be so. God can't tell you something and it not happen. God can't tell you he's going to protect you and not happen. He can't tell you he's going to be Jehovah Jireh and it not provide for you. God is not a God that shall lie. So faith is a compass. Just extend your faith. Just hold on. Just a little bit. Just a little bit he must have seen. Just a little bit of faith. Just a little bit something that just keeps saying, Lord, I'm going to trust you. 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 I don't get it, but Lord, I'm going to trust you. Act like the woman with the issue of blood. Press in to the hem of his garment. If it's just one touch, Lord, if it's just one word, if it's just one moment, if it's just one person, whatever just the one is, Lord God, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to wait and I'm not going to be moved. Yes, Melissa, in the twinkle of an eye. Do you, do you understand that? But faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. It was by faith. It was by faith. And it goes on and it talks about Abel. It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was righteous man and God showed approval of his gifts. So I tell you, don't withhold your offering. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his faith of example. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up in heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. Before, before he was taken, he was known as a person who pleased God. Come on, Holy Ghost. 
and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. It was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God who warned him about things that had never happened before. By his faith, Noah condemned the rest of the world and he received the righteousness that comes by faith. It was by faith that Abraham opened when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. And even when he reached the land, God promised him he lived there by faith for he was like a foreigner living in tents. And so did Isaac and Jacob who inherited the same promise. And are we not the seed of Abraham? Come on, y'all. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. It was by faith, come on now, that even Sarah was able to have a child. For those of you who've been worried over your womb not producing, God will produce your womb. He will give you children. It was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child. Though she was barren and was too old, she believed that God would keep his promise. And so a whole nation came from this one man who was as good as dead, a nation with so many people that like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore, there is no way to count them. All these people died still believing what God had promised them. If they, they did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. The good thing is that by faith, Jesus stood in the gap, offered, stood steadfast for you. It's by faith. You got to receive this by faith. You got to receive this by faith. God is working for you. God is looking for you. God has not forgotten you. God is working for you on your behalf. And he's just simply saying to you, don't worry. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I got you. I got this circumstance. I got this situation. That's the word. I, I didn't give you no LMJ. I gave you the word. I gave you the word. That's what the word says. The word says by faith, without faith, it's impossible. You're going to have to trust him. You're going to have to trust him. You're going to have to lay down your worry at the altar this morning. You're going to have to allow the peace that passes all understanding to consume you, to overwhelm you. That's what you're going to have to do. You got to, I'm going to read this one more time and then we're going to pray. You got to, you got, you worry over nothing. Even if you lose something, you're worried over nothing. God will replace whatever it is. I promise you. I promise you, when jo when he replaced Job, it was double for his trouble. Isaiah 61, when he restored, it was double for your trouble. When the widow who had lost her son and seemed like he, she was about to lose everything, it was double for her trouble. God, there can't be, you can't serve a God and love a God and seek a God and he not give you. The, the least is double for your trouble. I'm going to be obedient to the Holy Spirit and I'm going to read this one more time. This is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. It isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing. Look at the birds. So the sign is look at the birds. Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Don't worry about tomorrow. 
Don't worry about tomorrow. Seek him. Seek his face. Seek his wisdom. Seek his knowledge. Put faith in your ears. Put the word around you. If you're in a circumstance, in a situation, and it look like it ain't working out, keep pumping faith in your ears. Keep building up your spirit, man. Keep pushing, pushing into what you need to push into. God got you. God got you. God does not leave us. He does not forsake us. He has not forgotten you. God knows you by name. Not God knows you by name. So, Father God, we thank you for your word on today. We thank you for your word on today. We just worship you, Lord God. We just bless your holy name. We just magnify you, Lord God. We just glorify you, Lord God. Father God, we repent. We repent for worrying. We repent for being consumed. We, for, we repent for not trusting you, Lord God. And we just lay it all at your feet this morning. We cast aside every care. Father God, we lay your chil our children at your feet. We will not worry about them because our children are an inheritance of the Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that every foul seed that has ever been planted in them is plucked up right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you health is their portion, Lord God. We thank you that they will excel and do well in school, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, that they will honor us and they will honor you. They will honor authority and they will respect authority. We thank you and lay our marriages at your feet, Lord God. We will not worry over our marriages, Lord God. We lay them at your feet this morning, Lord God. I, we thank you, Lord God, that our husbands shall rise and call us blessed. We thank you, Father God, for submissive wives, Lord God. We thank you for rejuvenating and restoring broken marriages, Lord God. We cast down the spirit of arguing and selfish, selfishness and defeat and despair, and we break the generational curse of divorce off marriages today, Lord God. Now, Lord God, we lay our finances for, before you, our promotions before you for it is the anointing that goes before us it is the anointing that destroys the yoke and we thank you father god from heaven above that you are moving on our behalf we will not be anxious we will not be worried we will not we will not worship our worry we will worship you lord god we thank you father god right now in the mighty name of jesus for your peace that passes all understanding peace in our finances peace in our home peace on our jobs peace in our ministry, peace in our mind, peace, Father God, peace where there is lack, Lord God, peace where there is doubt, peace where there is worry, peace in our determination, Lord God, peace, Father God, peace, 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 peace on earth, peace in the government, Lord God, peace, Father God, over our president, over our governor, over our Nation, peace over Trump. Father God, peace over Asa Hutchinson. Peace over Mayor Frank Scott. We thank you, Lord God, that your peace that passes all understanding presides, Lord God. We lay every care at your feet. We seal this word and this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. And we just bless your holy name and thank you, Father God. Glory to God from on high. Glory to God from on high. Well, guess what? We are just out of time. My God, we are just out of time. We thank you, Lord God, for your word this morning. We thank you, Father God, for visitation. We thank you for all that you're going to do in our life. I'll see you guys back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Y'all know what to do. Go be loved today.
Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.